Hi everyone, welcome back to the Empowering Artists Podcast. My name is Rebecca, I am your host for this podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. And if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back. And if you are a new listener, um, thank you so much for joining me um, for this, I guess, first episode you have found. Um, so guys, today what we're going to talk about, and I'm just going to jump straight on into it, um, definitely fits into the theme of just like empowering yourself as an artist. And I was listening to another podcast and... They sort of said something that really clicked with me, so I can't really take, you know, all the credit for what I'm going to talk about here, Um, but I also think it's really applicable to artists. And basically what it was is that we overestimate what it is going to take to do something, and we get so overwhelmed by that, we just don't do it. So let me give you, like, a real-life example. Um, Okay, so me personally... Um, sometimes when I have a lot going on and I've just got like too much to do, I'm thinking to myself, oh, I have to do X, Y, and Z and I have to do it on Monday and I have to do, um, uh, you know, A, B, and C and I have to have it turned in by Thursday. And there's just so much to do. Um, I just get overwhelmed and I overestimate how much time each thing is going to take. And I think to myself, oh, well, if it takes this much time, then I'm not going to have enough time to do this and this and this. And so all of my overthinking and, you know... My overestimating of what I have to do turns into an act, turns into inaction. And that is really because there's just so much going on that I feel like I can't, I can't do anything. And I feel like when we're starting off in our creative and artistic careers, that is exactly what happens. You know, we think about where we want to be, but then we think about, okay, all the little steps in between. It's like, well, I have to do you know, all like A through A through, you know, X, Y to get to Z and all of those steps in between just seem so much and so daunting. And that can be really scary for someone, especially if they're starting in a into a new career field, a new industry or something they're just, you know, not familiar with. So it's one of those things where I want to sort of dispel this idea that we have to take so much action. Um, And really, it can be broken down into much smaller pieces, right? Um, That's a big thing, you know, they say if you have a big task, break it down into smaller bite-sized tasks and then you can eventually get to where you want to be. So let's sort of think of an example. Let's say that you want to start um, your own photography business and you know, you do lots of engagement photo shoots, lots of lifestyle, maybe some maternity photo shoots, and that's what you want to photograph. However, you don't really know how to start charging. You don't really know how to start or how to start finding clients, where to start, like rates to charge, all that stuff. So when we think about it and you're starting off, like think about when you're at the very beginning of your career and think about all the things that you wanted to do. Think about just how nervous and how, you know, scary that was all, that all seemed to be because it was all new and it was all just, you know, so out of your wheelhouse. And there are some things you might not have taken action on. So I don't want you to not take action. I want you to take action. I want it to be these bite-sized pieces. So let's go back to the photography example. So if you're trying to get to the end goal, which is having your own photography business, amazing. Fantastic. 
Now we have to figure out all of those steps. So we have to start from the end and sort of like work back from the beginning. So we can sort of think about it as, okay, like I need to have all this stuff done, but I know my end goal is that I want to have my own photography business. Okay, how do I get my own photography business? So you have to have clients. You have to have paying clients to have your own business. So that was like step back number one. So the next thing to sort of figure out is where can I find these clients? And the cool thing about doing like lifestyle photo shoots is that you probably know someone who is getting married or is having a baby or needs like senior photos taken or maybe you know someone who knows someone. And just by having a network and just by knowing people, that is something that you can sort of, you know, you can leverage that. You can ask people and go, hey, do you know anyone who is looking for this? And of course, there are, you know, like other steps within these steps, but like overarching, like this is what it is. Like you have to start from the end. And once you get a clear end goal, you can sort of reverse it and sorry, guys, I have no idea what was going on there. But you can start with an end goal and then start working backwards. And then it's less scary because you know the steps you need to take in order to get to your end goal. So by doing this, we have sort of worked back, right? So you know you need clients. And this is like pretty, like if you're offering a service, this is like kind of very broad and can be applied in many different ways. But you're offering a service, you need clients. Where do you get those clients? You can start by getting them in your network. And how do you reach out to them? Well, you ask the people you know, or maybe you ask the person directly if they're looking for a photography session. You send them a message and you say, hey, my name is so-and-so. Um, I own this photography business and I would love to, I heard you were looking for photos and I would love to, you know, talk with you about it. Something like that. And so that is sort of just the start of it. And that is sort of how you can take that first step. So instead of overestimating everything it takes, like you need to have all these clients and you need to have all these systems in place and you need to have a Facebook page, you need to have an Instagram page, you need to do this and that and the other, all that stuff is gone. Like the core of it is that you need to find clients if you're going to have this business. So we're no longer overestimating what it takes, right? We are now saying this is what I need and now we can take action on it because it's so easy. If we're going to like send our mom um, like a text or something saying, hey mom, do you know anyone who has kids um, who are looking for an engagement shoot? Or maybe they're looking for, or do you know any new moms? Like it's much easier to send that text and take that small, small action via someone we know. And then we can just go from there, which is a lot easier and a lot less scary than thinking I have to email all these people and cold email them and da 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 like, No, you don't have to do that. You just have to sort of break down what you were wanting to do with your end goal in mind, working backwards, and then you can take that first step and feel like it's not, you know, too much to do. Because that was my thing. I always felt like there was too much to do. Um, so let's go back to my example, or not my example, but I guess my personal experience as an actor. When I first started out as an actor, like I wanted to do it all. I wanted to do film. I wanted to do television. I wanted to, you know, be in all of these things. And I remember going to my mentor's office in college. I sat there and I was like, this is what I want to do, but I have no idea how to get there. And 
so we sort of like walked through it. Granted, we went from like where I was to where I wanted to be instead of working backwards from it. But it was still so, so helpful because we sort of broke down it broke it down into steps and the first step is you should audition for theaters in the area that are professional theaters and just get your name out there and then slowly build it up over time and then you know you can branch out into this market and branch out into this medium and you know by breaking it down to those little bite-sized steps and I can even remember her telling me you know it's just one step at a time and that will get you to where you need to go that just stuck with me because I was like huh like she's totally right I just need to take it one step at a time and not get overwhelmed because that's another thing. I get overwhelmed really easily. Um, I very much get analysis paralysis and I don't like it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's that's one of those things where I'm kind of like, I will get overwhelmed so much and so easily if I have too much to do. But if I take the time to break it down into bite-sized pieces, then... It's, it's so easy for me because I can only, I only need to focus on one small thing and then I need to focus on another small thing and then I need to focus on another small thing. And then all of a sudden these 10 steps I have to do to get to my end goal, I'm already on step number like seven or eight. And that's a great feeling because knowing that you, whatever's paralyzing you, whatever you're overestimating, that is not something that needs to really cause you to pause and not make any progress. So let's sort of take another example. Let's do painting. So let's say that you're a painter and not only do you want to sell your artwork, but you also want to teach painting classes online. And you want you you want your, you know, main source of income to be from like painting. So you can do a couple things. You can figure out the number of paintings that you need to sell in order to reach a certain number each month, so a certain income each month. So that's one way to do it. Or you can figure out how many classes you need to teach per student in each class. So I love this example. It's actually from Kathy Heller, or it was kind of inspired by um, something I learned in Kathy Heller's program made to do this. Kathy has an, um, a podcast called Don't Keep Your Day Job, which is kind of what helped me um, and inspired this podcast. Um, I went through her program made to do this and she was the one who really just kicked my button gear and is the reason why this podcast exists today, quite honestly. Um, but she was saying, you know, think about it this way. And I can't remember exactly what the, what the numbers were, but sort of the gist is the same. So let's say that you want to teach, you want to teach painting and you have, I don't know, um, so you have 10 students in your painting class and let's say you charge each student, um, I think, I don't know, $35. I feel like $35 is like a pretty standard rate to charge for an art class, um, especially if it's like a group class. So you have 10 students, right? And you have 35 students or $35 per student. So that is $350. So you have $350 from teaching like, let's say an hour art class with 10 students. Now... If you teach an art class three times a week, so, and there are 10 students in each art class, so that is 350 times three. So let me do that math really quick. And that equals $1,050 just from 10 students in three one-hour classes each week. So that's like three hours worth of work, right? And I mean, of course, there's preparation and everything. So you have made over $1,000, you know, before taxes, um, just teaching 
three hours worth of students because you've leveraged and you've scaled that. And so, you know, if you want to make a certain number, let's see, just let me just do the math really quick on how much you would make in a month with the current like rates and like numbers we worked with. Okay, guys, and I just did the math. I like keep pausing the uh, recording to like go do the math really quick. And the number that we have, so if you did three hours worth of art classes, like painting classes, because that's our scenario, and you charge $35 a person, so you have um, 30 students total at $35 a week, so that's $1,050 per week. And if you multiply that by four, you're at $4,200. Now, I don't know about you, um, but that does not sound bad, especially if you're doing something you love. And, you know, if you're doing it three hours a week times four, that's 12 hours worth of work and you were just paid $4,200 for it. So if that's what you want to do and if that's where you want a lot of your income to come from, you have a number that you start off with. So maybe it's $4,200, maybe it's $10,000. But once you have the rate you're charging your students, you have to work backwards and figure out the math to see how many hours you need to work, how many spots you need to offer in your class, depending on how many hours you work. So if you want to have 10 students in your painting class, guess what? You ha Your first step is to find 10 students to take your painting class. And that seems so much easier than thinking, oh gosh, I want to make $4,200 a month. How am I going to do that selling my art and doing classes? And that's how you do it. So you have to start from the end and then sort of work your way back because when you do that, you do not get paralyzed by fear of all these options or fear of, I don't know what I'm doing or I don't know how to do this or what am I even looking for? Like I've been there and it's it's not exactly fun, um, but I've found, and I mean, it's doable, but I found that it's so much easier to start from, to start from sort of like the end and then work your way back because I'm a kind of person who likes to know everything. I like to know a roadmap. I like to know what exactly things look like, where to go for things. Um, I just like things mapped out. And, you know, being an artist, that doesn't always happen. And when you're an artist and you're just sort of like figuring it out, it's really easy to get lost in, oh, well, what's this? Like, where is my next project going to be? Where is my next, you know, paycheck from using my skills coming from? And it doesn't have to be that way. All, you don't need to have so many questions that it's paralyzing to you. All you really need to do is that you just need to have a solid, clear goal in mind and then just think backwards. And it sounds, it's much easier said than done, which is why I always recommend people have like some paper to do some writing because I think that's like one of the best ways to get your thoughts out. And guys, the biggest thing I wanted to just sort of encourage in this episode is to take action because once you figure out what you need to do, it's all about taking action. Like, you know, you hear the phrase, you can take a horse to water, but you can't force it to drink. So I could sit here and I could, you know, I've essentially given you a little roadmap to making, um, you know, $4,200 a month. But, you know, if you're just sitting here and you're thinking, oh, that sounds really cool, but I'm not going to do anything because I'm busy with work. I'm busy with my kids. I'm busy with like my family. And yes, you can be very busy with those things, but don't let that stand in your way of taking action. I know that, you know, it can, life can get really busy, but you know, if you are really, really looking 
to empower yourself as an artist and maybe you want to have um, a career in the arts as an artist teaching art doing art then action is so so important and you know you can totally balance that with your other commitments of family maybe you're in school maybe you're taking care of your parents like it is so easily balanced to take action because it's really just sort of sitting there with yourself you know maybe you're scrolling you find yourself scrolling through facebook or instagram you think i should really reach out to that person or i should really type this quick email and you know i've been there where the voice in my head is like oh but like are you ready to send that email are you ready to post that on instagram and the truth is you know maybe you're not ready and maybe you are but you have to take that action and when you take that action you know, it just, it's almost like a roadblock in your mind just completely goes away because whatever you were so, you know, paralyzed by to do, or maybe, you know, you were overestimating how long it was going to take to send an email or how, um, you know, how long it was going to take to just get all of your materials ready for a presentation on why you should be teaching this art class. Like once you get through that, like, you sort of realize, oh, that wasn't so bad. And that's when we stop that cycle of overestimating that we need X, Y, and Z and everything under the sun to get started. Because the truth is you don't need everything under the sun to get started. You need yourself, you need your, you know, skills and your idea, and you need to figure out how to execute them. And once you do that, you can start taking action and you will not feel like you are needing to do everything. Because when you try to do everything, um, you're going to get nothing done because I've definitely been there where I've tried to do everything and I get nothing done. So guys, this is really what it comes down to. Bite-sized action pieces so you can stop overestimating what you need. And when you stop overestimating what you need, that's when you will find that everything will open up and you'll just say to yourself, wow, this is a lot easier than I originally expected. And guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. That was sort of I feel like I have more to say on the subject, but I also just don't want to start babbling on and on about it. Um, so we're going to end today's episode here. Thank you so much for listening. Um, it would mean a lot to me if you would rate this episode, comment, subscribe to the podcast. And yeah, once you do that, I would love to chat more with you about sort of what was in this episode. So head on over to Artistically Bold Life on Instagram and we can chat over there. And before I go today, today's episode is sponsored by my free Facebook group, Empowering Artists in Business. If you are an artist of any kind looking to monetize your skills, come join the Facebook group. We would love to have you. Everything I mentioned today will be in the show notes below. Thank you guys again so, so much, and I will see you in the next episode.